Welcome to the Girls Gotta Heal podcast, where we dive into the everyday issues of your modern day resilient healing woman and get real about the ups and downs of healing and personal growth. Navigating our mental health relationships, various setbacks, and grieving those we've lost can get very messy while we're also trying to figure out who we are. I totally get it and I'll guide you through. I got you. I'm your host, Karen Pileggi, and in each episode, we uncover new empowering topics that you have likely experienced in your journey or will. Empowering one another is so this decade, and so is living up to our full potential. This is the time to become more confident in exploring your relationship with yourself and looking inward. You don't have to have it all figured out today, but you're here and now is a good start. I want you to be your best self. I'm always going to be rooting for you. This girl's got to heal. Hey team, girls gotta heal. This is the first episode of 2024 and it is so fitting because it's gonna be titled Asking for What You Want. So what better way to start a new year than with a fresh mindset and fresh intention of asking for what you want. I know that each of us struggle with this concept. Um, if, If it doesn't resonate with you in this moment, you might've had a time in your life where asking for what you want was really difficult or that even practicing it is still difficult. There's waves of it. You being confident with asking for what you want or um, struggling with it. And this is reflective in your relationships, in your career, your family dynamics, literally anything. So um, I'm going to try to cover all of the areas or make it applicable for all areas of life. But if you find that asking for what you want is something that is super challenging or you run into issues with that throughout the year, this is the episode for you. So let's get into it. Is there an area in your life that you feel stuck in? Do you feel like you haven't always had a safe space to work through some of your inner challenges? I'm excited to tell you about today's sponsor, BetterHelp. BetterHelp's mission is to make therapy more accessible and affordable through their online platform. By filling out a few questions, you will be matched to a professional therapist that best meets your needs and can conveniently book sessions online. Sign up and get matched with a therapist today. You can find the link in my description. It's betterhelp.com slash girls gotta heal. With this link, you'll get 10% off of your first month. Just like dating or finding your perfect job, it's important to find the best match. And here you can easily switch therapists if you need to at no cost. Therapy has been instrumental in my personal journey with grief and has also built my self-awareness and emotional health after years of internalizing feelings. I started to get curious about therapy as a university student and was it ever hard to find affordable therapy. Therapy has better equipped me in my relationships and navigating my grief, managing my anxiety, my everyday decision making, and ultimately feeling empowered in my life. It can feel intimidating to start something new, but when's the last time that you did something for yourself? If you're struggling in navigating your relationships or grief, or want to better show up in your relationships, consider therapy with BetterHelp. Invest in yourself. Click the link in my podcast description or visit betterhelp.com slash girlsgottaheal for 10% off of your first month. Now, I can start off by telling you how deserving you are of receiving all of the things that you want and all of your dreams coming true and just gas you up in that way. Um, But we are going to be really focusing on just skills, skill building, personal development. Of course, we know we all deserve things, but life, of course, is more complicated than that. And things like our childhood, our upbringing, what's currently going on in our life, how we see ourselves, our confidence, 
all of those things are really important pieces to understanding why we are the way we are and where we're at right now and also how we can get to where we want to get to. So this episode's for you if you are someone who is in school, just starting your career, if you're someone who is in a career that you don't love, a relationship that you're having trouble with, you're feeling like you've kind of reached a plateau in life, maybe you are married, have kids, have a home, and you're just kind of feeling stuck. Um, I think just continuously building the skill of asking for what you want is so incredible and detrimental in all points of our life like we have to always revisit it it's not something you can master immediately it's it takes time and it's so important because as we go through different phases of life even as we embrace like a brand new year it's so important to sit with ourselves and reflect on like what our needs are what we want and how to get there and a lot of the times people get stuck of like i want all of these things for myself. I'll create the vision board. I'll, you know, I I put these goals in place, but it's so hard to like move and like make action. And, and a lot of that has to do with difficulty in asking for what we want. So asking for what you want, uh, encompasses being intentional, being very clear. And again, that could be a difficult point too, is, is sometimes some of us might not be very clear and specific with what we want. Uh, asking for want, what you want is, of course, knowing that you deserve it. And it also encompasses setting boundaries and having clear expectations because you might have one particular goal in mind or one endpoint or something that you want to change, but you have to be able to set boundaries and expectations. So for example, if um, you want to get a promotion at work, whatever your job is, you have to be putting in a bit of time. You have to be connecting with your manager, your supervisor, expressing that, asking for what you want. But also that comes with setting boundaries in your personal life um, and setting expectations within the workplace. So all of these pieces have to come together. Um, For some of us, there's a lot of things in life going on. Others might find like You know, you might be single, you might be kind of on your own, not have a lot of responsibilities, and you could very much focus in on asking for what you want and taking steps to make change. And even still, like you might be in that situation, but still have difficulty moving forward. So not one situation is more optimal than the other. It's really just about building the skills and having an understanding of where you're at and what you can do to improve and just work toward getting to where you want to be. So I'm going to touch on a couple of reasons why we don't ask for what we want. For you, as you're listening to this episode, some things already might come to mind, but of course I always try to expand everyone's perspective and try to promote self-compassion. So we're so like self-involved in in what our experience is, but it's also important to understand what the next person might be struggling with and we just build empathy that way. So we're going to cover why some people might have a difficult time or choose to not ask for what they want. And I'm really going to focus more so on the career and relationship aspect. And as I was 
brainstorming and, and thinking of things here, I found that there was a lot of overlap. Whether you have difficulty asking for what you want in your relationship or difficulty asking for what you want in your workplace or your overall career, there's a lot of overlap. So we're going to get into it. So the first thing that brings these two together is culture. So culture can be a really important factor in what we do, what we do, how we see the world. And that also links to our upbringing. So how we were raised, maybe you might come from a home where you didn't really have role models who were very authoritative or thought outside of the box or asked for what they wanted. They were very like comfortable in the state that they were in and you didn't really grow up seeing them you know, take on new challenges or move around different job positions or take risks. And that could be for whatever reason it was, right? Their own struggles. But our culture and our upbringing is so important in um, the role models and the norm and in building our perception of what the norm is. So that can very much impact how we move. Another thing that can impact why we don't ask for what we want is fear, very fear-based. So as I already mentioned, for some people, it can be like very paralyzing to ask for what they want. And this could be because maybe there's fear of rejection or guilt or shame or just creating more problems. Again, everything comes back to our childhood. So if you're someone who experienced a lot of those feelings in your childhood, you might not want to reactivate them. And for some of us, that's more of a conscious thought than others. And um, But we just feel that. And we just, we just know that that's not something we want to do because we don't want to be feeling like that again. It is a safety and survival thing, but can also hinder us from moving forward, right? If you think about you know, someone who's been in a career for 10 years and they're burning out, they don't like it. And they're just like not loving it. It's not stimulating, but they have a fear of change. They have a fear of asking for what they want and that keeps them stuck because maybe knowing, maybe the thought of asking for what they want going negative can feel more, it's just a place that they don't want to get to. They just don't want to explore what that feeling is like. And uh, for some of you listening, you might think that this is so odd, but it is so true. This happens all the time. People would rather stay stuck in discomfort. That's what their nervous system knows. That's just what feels safe to them. And we can't push people to be somewhere they don't want to be or work on things that they don't want to. But it's just, again, we're just trying to understand why. All people might have challenges in asking for what they want or moving forward. So building off this, another reason why some people might not ask for what they want in their workplace or in their relationship is they don't want to come off as being demanding or a burden. And shifting gears to speaking about relationships, some people might not be very clear from the beginning of what their needs are and what they require. And this can come from previous relationships where they may have expressed what they had wanted and it took a turn that other person might have left or given them a hard time about it. Um, That's one of the reasons. Another reason why we might feel like we don't want to come off as demanding or being a burden to someone is 
we want love and we want acceptance. And maybe that's not something that we received in our early childhood. So again, it's something to really explore, I think. Um, I have personally been in relationships like this. I've seen friends be in relationships and continue to be in relationships like this where um, they just have a really hard time with expressing what they need and what they require in a partnership or even just letting their partner know that they're struggling. This can kind of stem from having to be very self-reliant and having to just be having to take care of yourself as a young adult And then you just become so hyper-independent that it's really difficult to ask for what you want. So it can be paralyzing. It can just be something that we're not even conscious of that we're doing, but it's just kind of how we act. And it gets to a point where we do eventually have to ask for what we want. You could be in a relationship with someone for like five, six, seven years, and then it just gets to a boiling point of like, I need to ask for what I want. I'm, I'm not happy. And that other person might be like, well, you didn't tell me that's what you wanted or needed from the beginning. So you just, they just get used to you being a certain way or not requiring the things that you're currently requiring. So yeah, there's so many different ways that we can try to understand why in relationships in particular, people have a really difficult time asking for what they want. You don't want to rupture anything. You don't want to lose them. You want to keep their interest. Um, I had a guy one time that I was dating and this was maybe like two or three months in just say like, I think he, he just like, like exhaled and he's like, Oh, I realized I, I didn't have to force myself to go out with you on that particular day. Like he had worked overtime and he's like, yeah, like I, I realized like, you're not going to leave me if if I tell you no I'm like of course not like if you're tired we could reschedule things you don't have to be a certain way but I think that stemmed from his own fear of losing someone and also people pleasing and uh that is a rabbit hole that can be explored and looks different for each person but yeah people pleasing is also a reason why someone might not want to ask for what they want or show their partner or the person that they're pursuing what their needs actually are. Another thing too that I've already mentioned is change is really scary for people. Whether you're in the workplace or wanting to make a career move or starting a new relationship or wanting to make changes in an an existing relationship. Change is really scary for people and rightfully so. We all have very unique experiences that validate this statement that change is scary and change can bring up a lot of things that people just aren't ready or willing to deal with again this is survival and this is subjective to you there's not a set time or particular timeline of when you need to be dealing with your stuff or seeking change you really have to just be ready and that time and place and all that could look so different for each and each person. So people just might not be ready to deal with change and all of the things that can come from it and all of the other areas of their life that can be impacted from it. So you might think to yourself, well, you know, this attitude or this way of being can really prevent people from excelling and reaching their higher self or being in really healthy, rewarding and valuable relationships. But again, Everything is subjective to the person and whatever takes priority and whatever makes the most sense for them and their survival is just sometimes it. I I think I already touched on this one, but my last point of why we might not be asking for what we want or might not have asked for what we wanted in the past 
is a worry about the reaction. People might make us feel guilty for asking for what we want. There's certain people in um, leadership roles in certain workplaces that can make you feel guilty for asking for what you want or gaslight you or make you feel like, oh, well, you know, everyone else is struggling and doing what they need to do or the company as a whole is, you know, not really doing great this year, so I can't really help you out. And then you're kind of stuck with this awkwardness of like, "Mm, okay, like I asked for what I wanted. I didn't really get it. It's kind of awkward. Did I rock the boat? So all of these ideas could be going through someone's head before they even ask for what they want. So I'm going to get into a little bit about why asking for what you want is so important regardless of the outcome. I think the biggest thing that sticks out for me is just contributing to being true to yourself And if you do have a negative reaction, that isn't necessarily a reflection of you, but it is a signal for you to reflect and maybe think, okay, you know what? Maybe this workplace isn't giving me what I want. Maybe this relationship can't give me what I want. I did voice it. You know, at least I shared how I felt. At least I did ask for what I want, that promotion or that opportunity in the workplace, or I did try to move into, um, a different field and it it didn't work out and at least you have that information at the end of the day of course some of us are in different positions than others in terms of the risk that we can take some of us have families we have to take care of and, and larger financial responsibilities where taking that risk could be a little bit more daunting and a little bit um difficult to uh transition towards so just wanted to, to, to mention that as well, because some of you might be listening and thinking like, well, that's easy to say. I can't really do that. I'm not right now in that. I'm not in that position right now to be making changes. Um, but I will say, especially regarding relationships, I think it's really, tr- it's really important from the beginning to be authentically yourself and to lay out your needs on the table. Of course, you want to be liked, you want to be de- desired and admired and appreciated, but there's nothing more upsetting than being with someone who makes you feel like what you're asking for is a burden. And there's so many people out there that will really value you and understand the, the things that you're asking for and understand your experience. And even if they don't fully understand, they'll want to because they see the bigger picture with you and they see the the better qualities in you and, and all of these great things. So I think for relationships, it's really, really important to be asking for what you want or being clear with what you want in the beginning and then consistently um, practicing that throughout your relationship. So I wanted to give you uh, three really quick tips on how to start working toward asking for what you want. Again, this might become, this might be more challenging for some than others, But again, even if you've found in the past that you've started asking for what you want, these are just some good reminders to keep in mind going forward um, as you need. The first tip is practice, practice, practice. Write it out, act it out, role play it. Some of us have such a hard time even just like thinking of like the idea of having this confrontational conversation with someone. So get comfortable with your voice and and hearing things out loud and and hearing yourself speak what you want out loud. This can be done in the form of 
talking to yourself in front of the mirror so you can at least like see your facial expression, see your body language, get comfortable, reflect and be like, oh, I, I don't like how that came out. Maybe I could change my words or maybe I could change like, maybe I didn't appear to be as confident. What can I do to change that? So talking to yourself in the mirror, this might sound so strange, but it is actually really helpful. You could even do this um, in the car as well. This is something that I actually always do. If I know I have um, like an important conversation coming up with someone at work, I'll always like role play it. I'll, I'll practice it in the car. I'll just practice hearing myself say what I want to say. Of course, not having a concrete script in mind, but just hearing yourself say certain words or saying grouping certain things together. So if standing in front of the mirror is awkward for you, being in a car, you are, you're in motion. So you're kind of like multitasking. So this might be a little bit more comfortable for you. The next tip, which kind of uh, stems from that first one is talking it out with a friend or a partner, if it's work related, of course. Um, so you can actually really engage in the role playing back and forth. You can hear what a possible response would sound like. You can, um, you can kind of play around with that. And also just getting getting inspired by others who have advocated for themselves. So I've, I've noticed for myself in some of my more challenging points throughout my 20s, I would say, I really stuck myself with people or around people who I felt inspired by. I'm like, I want to be like that. How do I be like that? Let me study you. Let me learn you. Let me see this example. So just surrounding yourself by pe- with people who have advocated for themselves in whatever way that looks like. And if you don't have those type of people in your life, you can even extend that to looking up to certain public figures or celebrities that you feel do a really good job in advocating for themselves or a cause or something like that. Just get some inspiration. And the last tip I would say is just take baby steps. So start small and really try to build your confidence. Don't be too hard on yourself if asking for what you want does not result in a desired outcome. Don't be hard on yourself, baby steps, and everything just comes back to building your confidence. It's a learning experience and sometimes these negative outcomes are just more information. So just view it like that. Like this is more information to help me decide what I want to do next. So just changing how you see how outcomes can be. A positive and negative outcome aren't always so black and white. There you could take information from both of those outcomes, whatever it is. All right, team GGH, we are finally at our three questions. So the first question is, what are you settling for in your life right now? And do you feel like this particular thing that you're settling on is temporary or can potentially be long lasting? Second question is, what makes you the most uncomfortable with the idea of asking for what you want? And my last question is, when you think about past relationships, this could even actually be family, friend relationships, not strictly romantic relationships. In past relationships or past periods within those relationships, when you have not asked for what you have needed or wanted, what was the outcome? 
end is that something that you are still dealing with to this day thank you for listening for more ways on how to improve your self-confidence and build on personal development you can check out the affirmation journal for women written by me carmela Pelleggi, and you can find that on amazon and i look forward to seeing you here next time